Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. In yesterday's Daily Dose, we learned about how God promised Abram a son who would be the father of many descendants and become a great nation. And today we're going to learn about how Abram, his wife Sarai, and a mistress or a servant of Sarai's named Hagar, were going to concoct a plan to help God fulfill that promise because they couldn't imagine how God would fulfill this promise through an 85-year-old man and his barren old wife Sarai. So they think God needs a little help. As we'll see, that was sinful. It lacked trust. It departed from God's design. But even so, we're going to see a glimpse of God's grace foreshadowed. Yet again, we're in chapter 16, verse 1. It says, Now Sarai, Abram's wife, had borne him no children. She had a female Egyptian servant whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said to Abram, Behold, now the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Go into my servant. It may be that I shall obtain children by her. And Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. So after Abram had lived 10 years in the land of Canaan, Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, the Egyptian, her servant, and gave her to Abram, her husband, as a wife. And he went into Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on contempt with her mistress. And Sarai said to Abram, May the wrong done to me be on you. I gave my servant to your embrace. And when she saw that she had conceived, she looked on me with contempt. May the Lord judge between you and me. But Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your servant is in your power. Do to her as you please. Then Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her. So as I said, Abram and Sarai can't fathom that God would be able to fulfill the promise of giving them a son through Abram's barren wife who was old. So they have to concoct this plan to help God as if God needs help. And it turns into a big fiasco, a big mess. The good news in all this for us is we need to remember that Abram had a covenant relationship with God, as we've talked about in previous devotions. And even though he sinned egregiously against God by taking another woman to bear the child, by departing from God's design, by failing to trust God's promise without thinking he had to jump in with his own human effort and help make it happen. Despite all that sin and waywardness, because he is a covenant relationship with God, God is going to fulfill the promise through Abraham anyway. He's going to continue to bless Abram to be a blessing to others. He's going to continue to make Abram into a great nation. The reason that's good news for us, because those of us who have a relationship with Jesus Christ, those of us who trust Christ as our Savior and Lord, we're in a covenant relationship with God, our Father. And despite the fact that we sin every day, despite the fact that we drift from his design, despite the fact that we fail to trust his promises, and we take matters into our own hands on a regular basis, his promises are still true for us. He will still treat us like a covenant son or a daughter. We are forgiven and restored. We are redeemed. We have a place guaranteed for us in heaven because 
He's God and he keeps his covenant promises even when we screw it up. That should be a great reminder. should give you great peace and comfort, especially on bad days when you do stupid stuff like I do. Say, think, act in ways that are abhorrent to God. We can rest in knowing that through faith in Jesus, as we trust in him, our sins are forgiven and God is still our father and still has a plan for us eternally. This story goes on. It's interesting, and you should look into it. Hagar gives birth to Ishmael. We learn that at the end of chapter 16. And then God says, this isn't the way I designed it. I'm going to give your wife a son, and you're supposed to call him Isaac. And Abram falls on his face and laughs at him, and he's still thinking that Ishmael should be the son who is the son of the promise. He says to God in chapter 17, verse 18 and following, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. And God said, no, but your, Sarah, your wife Sarah shall bear you a son and you shall call his name Isaac. I'll establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his offspring after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and I will make him fruitful and multiply him greatly. He shall father 12 princes and I will make him into a great nation but I will establish my covenant with Isaac by whom Sarah shall bear you at this time next year. So this is very interesting for biblical history and really for world history, this separation that happens between Isaac and Ishmael. The prophet Muhammad claimed to be a descendant of Ishmael. There's some discussion between historians and theologians that Ishmael and his descendants settled the Arabian Peninsula and are at least in some way uh, ancestors of, of even some modern-day Muslims. You have to look into this yourself, but what's interesting is God has decided that the covenant is going to flow through Isaac and not through Ishmael. He's going to bless Ishmael, but he's going to establish his covenant with Isaac, and you'll have to tune in for more of that later. Lord, thank you for your grace. Thank you for relating to us as covenant sons and daughters through faith in Christ so that even when we sin, even when we depart from your design, fail to trust you, take matters into our own hands, you don't cut us loose, you don't write us out of the family, but you restore us, you discipline us, you chasten us, and you use us. And we're thankful for that. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m., the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, 
please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.